Hey everyone, welcome to another great episode of the Smooth Business Growth Podcast where we share 15 minutes of fast-paced pure marketing strategies proven to move the needle in your business. So I'm your host and Captain Lindsay Phillips. I'm the founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth where we help busy entrepreneurs attract and acquire customers faster through powerful and consistent content marketing. In fact, if you go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, you can download your social media roadmap to help you do just that. Now, I was saying off air a couple minutes ago that everything happens for a reason. And I am super excited to be speaking today with author, speaker, book coach, Dan Janelle, who's going to share the essential steps to start writing your first book. He's actually the author of Write Your Book in a Flash. And I know everyone that knows me out there knows I've been writing my darn book forever (laughs) and I need to get going on it. So this is perfect timing. So let's set sail. Welcome aboard, Dan. Hi, hi, Captain. Thanks for having me on, <laughs> on your ship, on your boat, on your yacht, whatever. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> Glad yacht. to be aboard. Yes, I'd like to envision the yacht personally. Um, perfect. And now let's just kind of get this out of the way here. Why are books so important for entrepreneurs? Why do we need to have a book? That's a great place to start. You know, books set you apart from everyone else. You know, let's face it, everyone has competition. You have competition, I have competition. And if people look at our resumes and our backgrounds, we've all gone to good schools, we've all done wonderful things, we all have (laughs) great clients, we all have wonderful testimonials, we all have lots of followers on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and all that good stuff. So what separates us from someone else? It very well might be that you're the person who wrote a book. And frankly, if you've written a book, you are then seen as an expert. Uh, so you are branded in a, in a totally different way than everyone else in your market. And furthermore, the book stands as a silent salesperson. Uh, you know, no one ever throws away. I like away that phrase. Thank you. Uh, I didn't invent it though. Uh, but uh, you know, the books, no one throws a book away. They, 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 they put the book on the, the bookcase mm-hmm. and it stands out and your face is on the spine, your name is on the spine, the, 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 the title of the book is on the spine. It's staring out at them 24 seven every day until they finally wake up and say, I need someone who can do whatever. And wasn't there that someone person where she had a sailboat show or something? And I, yeah. I think I have her name. Let me look at my, on my, bookcase and bingo there it is and then they hire you so uh, the book gets people to know like and trust you awesome and and absolutely it's just that whole credibility is huge and to me it's like for a lot of people too i think it gets their uh, foot in the door to get on podcast shows and just increase exposure i mean there's so many good reasons Sure, it really is the gift that keeps on giving. But you have to write the book. And that's what holds up a lot of people. And, you know, frankly, you might have the makings of a book and not even realize it. And what I mean by that is that there are a couple of different levels of books. And I talk about that in in my book as well. There are people who've just written books that just have quotes, you know, 100 pages of quotes, two quotes per page, little lines for writing and taking notes. And, you know, that's okay. If that's what's going to set you apart, if that's what's going to make, inspire people, that's perfectly fine for some people. Other people might have written blog posts for a year or two or three. So they have 50 or 100 or 150 articles already written. You can take those blog posts and maybe re-edit them or maybe just put them into a book. And now you have a nice uh, size book that shows your thinking so people get to know 
like, and trust you. Of course, you can go a little bit higher up the scale. You know, there are different kinds of books and different levels of books, but you don't have to write the good to great book, you know, the, the, the in search of excellence, you know, the, the, the number one bestseller business book. That's not what this is about. Right. We're talking about books that are big business cards, books that show your expertise, books that show that you are the person that they need to hire to coach them, uh, to show that you are the guide that can lead them through this horrible mess they're in and lead them to the promised land that solves their problems. That's what the book is all about. So look through your blog posts, look through your transcripts. You know, if you've been on podcasts, if you've done speeches, get the transcripts of those speeches and those podcasts and turn those into chapters in your book. So it might be a lot easier to try your book than you think. That's true. Cause I think I know for me personally, it's like, I have this preconceived idea of what it's supposed to look like. And I think, and I'm sure there's many other entrepreneurs out there that think the same thing that they get, they get hung up on that. Yeah, and, and there really is no reason to do that because uh, people read books or buy books for one reason. They want to solve a problem. Right, right. And your book title says 62 ways to fill in the blank, you know, yeah. uh, get famous on social media, mow your lawn, fix your garage door, uh, get more uh, clients and real estate bookings, whatever. That's what people are going to be gravitated for. And they don't necessarily read the book from, from front to cover. They look to find the answer to their True. problems. In fact, books today are thinner and thinner than ever before. Um, I was at a conference and the, the keynote speaker was a customer support person and a great speaker. I mean, he gets paid thousands and thousands of dollars to speak and gets consulting with, from the best companies in America. And he gave away copies of this book. And I was surprised by it because it was a, a really thin book. It was maybe 64 pages. Hmm. And during the Q&A, I said, you know, thanks for giving us your book, but, you know, it's kind of thin. It's, it's, I mean, there's a lot of good information here. There are a lot of good stories here. There's a lot of good advice here, a lot of short tips and information. But is this the future of publishing? And he said, it sure is. Because he wrote that book for the frontline service personnel in retail stores. Do you think they want to read a PhD-level book about customer no service and read footnotes and graphs and charts and whatever. So you know, they want nice, light, inspiring stories. And that's exactly what he wrote. So look at the, the what your intention is. What do you want to get done? What do you want the book to do for you? And then write the book that meets that purpose. And it could be 64 pages. It could be 128 pages. It could be 200 pages. But frankly, it shouldn't be any more than that because people look at a book that's yeah. more than 200 pages and say, that's off-putting. I don't have time to read it. Uh, I'll make the time sometime. And that'll never happen. So you want a book that is accessible to people. Well, you've just made my shoulders drop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure other people feel the same way out there. Now, before we even start, you know, writing our first word, our first paragraph, our first chapter, what do we need to be clear on? What, what do we need to kind of, do we need to get in the right mindset? What's the first step? The first step is really to write the outline. And actually, before you write the outline, write the back cover copy of the book. You know, basically 200 words here. This isn't a big exercise, but I, uh, if you can do this, then you can write your book. There are four questions. It's like, who will benefit from reading this book? Yeah. And how will they benefit? Well, what is their key takeaway? How are they going to be a better person or a better business person because they've read the book? You know, and then third, why are you the right person to write this book? And fourth, what other, you know, key differentiations 
make this book different from other books on the market? If you can answer those questions, you can begin to start writing a book. And you'll use that exercise on the back cover of your book and also on your Amazon description for the book. So this has a lot of value here. It also gets you focused because now you're in the mindset of who you're actually writing this book for and how they will actually benefit for it. And you're pumping yourself up because you said, I'm the right person to write this book because of my experience and doing this stuff and whatever. And then, you know, you're going with a positive frame of mind. At that point, I want you to write an outline. I want you to think of the 10, 10 chapters. The first chapter tells them what you're going to tell them. The last chapter is the conclusion that tells them what you've told them and also how they can work with you because they can't implement all the steps in the book without you. Well, maybe some people can, but the higher level people, the one you really want to work with, they're the ones who are going to say, how can I take the next step and work with you? Right. And that's where you explain how they can take the next, uh, their next step. You know, that's your call to action. The other eight chapters show them their problems mm-hmm. and how you've helped other companies solve those problems. If you can do that in 128 pages or 100, excuse me, uh, 20 to 25,000 words, you have a book. And again, you might have that material already written in your blog posts and your transcripts and your podcasts. Sweet. Now we were talking um, off air before we uh, hit record and I was just saying, you know, one of the things that I'm stuck on and I'm being totally honest with people out here is that I get stuck on the part where you have to share stories. My memory sucks for like what happened (laughs) in the past. Not going to lie. For like, you know, people even ask me, you know, when did you start your business? I don't remember. It was like five years ago. And it's like, so how, that's where I'm stuck. I'm like, I don't know how to interject those stories because I feel like I can't just pull them out of my head. Fantastic. And I, I'm glad you asked that question during the pre-interview and I purposely didn't answer it so you could uh, I know, do it live on, on, online so I can get your reaction. <laughs> okay. This is cool. Okay. I had a client who had the exact same reaction. He had written a wonderful book about communication skills in the, in the workplace and how to talk to people and blah, 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 get through difficult situations, blah, blah, blah. It was all very nice, but all very technical, whatever. It needed stories. And frankly, every book needs stories. Yeah. Why? Because people are hardwired to remember stories. They don't remember anything else, but they'll remember the story. So if you want people to remember your how-to and your advice and your morals, whatever, you have to wrap it in, in a story. You have to introduce it with a story. So here's the exercise that I use with him because, you know, he's my book coach, or I was his book coach. He was my coach E. He said, I can't write stories. And I said, well, I know you can't write stories, but if you could... That's an NLP tactic, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I thought I'd take that from Tony Robbins. <laughs> I know you can't do this, but if you could, could you think of a time when you actually uh, helped one of your employees do a better job because you gave her some coaching advice? And he said, well, there is this time, and I swear this is a true story. I can tell it. He published it. He gave me permission to do it. (laughs) He was the director of PR for Scholastic Publishing, which uh, had the assignment of publishing this new series of books by this writer from England who no one had ever heard of called J.K. Rowling, Uh. who had a series of books called Harry Potter. And he was in charge of the market, the PR for it. And he assigned one of his underlings to uh, basically go around with J.R. Rowling uh, on all of her uh, press tours and help her out. <laughs> and now they are best friends, this woman cool. and, and, and the author. And, uh, you know, all because he trained her to work with, 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 with this. Uh, and, and he told the story about how said, the woman said, you know, she, I really am not confident, whatever. And he coached her through her confidence and her issues and whatever, and helped her 
uh, get to the next level. And obviously she's in a totally different level because yeah. of that now, all because he reached out and mentored her. And that story was so great. It became the lead story in the book. Totally. So, yeah. So it really wasn't that hard to do. Uh, once you get through your, your, your negative self-talk and saying, well, I can't write stories and I don't right, know right. this. And I, you, 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 everyone tells stories whether they know it or not. <laughs> you know, it's part of human nature. So all you have to do is sit down in front of your reporter and start talking yeah. or sit down in front of your computer and start typing because we all have different modalities. Do whatever works for you. There's no right. There's no wrong. If it works, then it's the right modality for you. So maybe just sitting down in front of a computer was uh, a little bit daunting, but yeah. uh, if you talk about it uh, and pretend you're talking to your best friend about a great time or a time when you helped someone or one of your clients, one of your coaching clients do something, that might be good enough. Uh, that may be all you need. In fact, it may be better than good enough. It may be absolutely perfect. And you're just defeating yourself by doing negative self-talk, which is of course useless. That's true. And I think like having what resonated with me was having people ask you questions so that it feel like if you, even if you have someone or, you know, book coach or coach or whoever that's going through your book, ask you a question. And then it just feels like a natural conversation versus, Oh my God, I have to write this story. It has to sound right. And then if you just speak it and talk it and share the story, you're done. Exactly. And you might find uh, yourself looking at a story and saying, what's the point of this story? And you, uh, you come up with a moral, which is great. And you might find that if you ask yourself, what, what is another point in this story? You, you come up with another moral. In fact, I was at a, uh, a workshop and the, uh, the speaker called on a person at random and said, you know, tell me a story. And the guy told a story about his grandmother and cookies. And the, the speaker said, uh, what's the moral of the story? And the guy said, I don't know. I don't think there's a moral to the story at all. You know, my mother, my grandmother made cookies, you know, that was it. And he opened up the floor to people in the audience and said, what's the moral of the story? And 10 people gave 10 different answers. It oh was, my gosh. your grandmother showed she loved you by baking the cookies, or you always associate the smell of cookies with your grandmother and home and family and, and good things. And, you know, 10 different people, again, 10 different answers, yeah. and they all made sense. So you just may write the story and then show it to some of your uh, friends or your mastermind uh, group friends or your beta readers yeah. and say, what do you think of the story? What's the purpose of the story? Let them come up with the oh, answer. Cool. And you might find you have a customer service story. <laughs> you might yeah. find you have a gratitude story. You might find you have you know any number of different stories there. Um, sometimes we need help, and that's where a good coach comes in. That's where a good developmental editor comes in yeah they can see things that you can't see yeah that's true sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees we have uh just a couple of minutes left but i do want to ask because i've never heard this term before what is a book coach and how can they help because i know this is what you do Sure. Uh, a book coach, uh, just like a coach for basketball or anything else, you know, they, they help you get through the dip. You know, we all want to write a book and then we're all excited about writing a book. And then we enter this dip like, oh, my God, I have to write the book. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I, I don't know where this is going. I don't know where the stories are. I'm, I'm lost. That's where a book coach or developmental editor comes in. The book coach is more of a rah-rah kind of person who yeah. has uh, ideas and tactics and strategies and worksheets to help you get through the dip 
ships and things, the developmental editor works more on the content to say, hey, this story doesn't work, or you need a story here, okay. or let's move these things around. Or, I mean, I was working with one client the other day, and his third chapter was, you need a board of directors. And I said, this isn't the third chapter. You need a, a chapter on coaching first. <laughs> and right. uh, a small company needs a board of directors. Let's put that toward the end of the book. This is not the first thing they should be thinking about. Perfect. And he agreed. Yeah. I, had another, I had another client who wrote a book about using improv in uh, hospitals to improve communications. And she had a, a scenario, you know, a dialogue of a conversation gone bad between a doctor and a nurse. And then she said, if you use this improv technique, you'll uh, improve the communications. And then she went on to another point. And I said, wouldn't it be a good idea to show an example of a good dialogue that resulted from this? Because she showed the bad dialogue. Let's show a good dialogue. And she right. said, oh, of course. And that would prove that her point works. So yeah. those are the kinds of ways that I've helped some of my clients. Of course, I have hundreds of other stories like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, they see things you don't see because you're too close to it. That's exactly that, that's right. That's where the developmental editor comes in. Awesome. Love it. Well, I could speak to you forever, but our 15 minutes um, to move the needle in your business is coming to a close here. But I want to make sure that people have your website, and I believe you have a free gift for the audience. So let's share that. Sure. Uh, I'm consistent in my branding. My book is called Write Your Book in a Flash. My website is Write Your Book in a Flash. And if you go to my website, you'll be able to download a chapter from my book. This is the chapter that overcomes all the limiting beliefs that are stopping you from writing your book. And believe me, I've heard all of them from I don't have enough time to uh, uh, I'm not a good writer to uh, I, I don't know grammar and spelling and everything else. So things that are inside your head, things that are technical, I have answers to end and ideas uh, and work workbooks uh, uh, ideas that will help you overcome all those limiting beliefs. So just go to writeyourbookinaflash.com, download the free chapter, Perfect. and if you want to, buy the book as well. And if you need some help with your book, either as a ghostwriter or as a developmental editor or as a mm. book coach, I'm happy to talk to you and see if it's a good fit. Awesome. Thank you so much. I know I'm going to, my shoulders have dropped after talking to you and I'm definitely going to implement some of your ideas. So hopefully this will get my juices flowing and I can move on to maybe chapter three. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> awesome. Thank you again, Den Janelle. And uh, if you guys are looking to achieve faster growth through content marketing, whether it's a podcast, social media, sales funnels, or more, look no further than smoothbusinessgrowth.com. So have a profitable and productive week, folks, and may the wins always be at your back. Mm -hmm.